Hello, everyone. This is Rosie, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of my podcast called "My Intrusive Thoughts." All right. First things first. I would like to say congratulations to Batch of 2017 for finally graduating. Oh my God! I am so happy for all of us. We did it. We did it. All those long nights of cramming, crying, you know, just stressing, you know, barely eating, and not having a social life—it has all come to fruition. And we're finally doctors, so I am so happy and so excited for all of us. And I hope and pray that this journey ahead is going to be more, you know, easier, smoother, and fruitful, and that we can all become the doctors that we've always aspired to be, and serve humanity, and just you know, be kind and and live, love, love.、Um, Best of luck to all of you guys, and best of luck to me too, for the clinical rotations, internships, whatever we're all gonna be doing in the next, you know, few months,、uh, wherever life takes us. I hope that it's somewhere good. So basically, I did a poll on Twitter some days ago. Asking my followers to suggest,、um, you know, what I should talk about in my next episode on this podcast because I was like so confused. I have a couple things that I want to talk about, but I was not sure what order to go in first. So I asked my, you know, followers, and they were like, "We want you to talk about, you know, how to study better, like tips and tricks that you can tell us." So that's what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be talking about things, tricks, tips that I learned over the years、um, during med school that really worked for me and might work for you as well in terms of studying and concentrating and just having a healthy sort of study and life balance. I would say so. Yeah, let's get down to it. All right, I'm gonna try my best to not make this into like a preachy sort of rant where I just talk about, you know, oh, this is gonna work for you. Do this, do that. Like, you know, I know all the answers to every question, uh, but um, I'm gonna try and give you my experiences, things that worked for me, and I know that not everything is、um, apl- applicable. Or comfortable for everybody. So at the end of the day, it's really you know hidden trial sort of thing. So some of these tips and tricks would work for you, and some might not. So I guess you just have to try to find what works best for you at the end of the day. And、um, if you are somebody who's starting med school, or is in med school, or even like you know you're just attending university or school, I think. If you apply these little, you know, habits, uh, habits, uh, these tricks, tips, whatever you want to call them, in your daily life,、um, I am pretty sure that it's gonna make life easier for you. And I'm not gonna pretend that it didn't take me little six years to find a niche for myself and to find what worked for me. There were some times where I was lost. I did not know what I was doing. And there were more times when I did not have my wits about me, and、um, it was a lot of crying, a lot of stressing. But you know, when you realize and when you figure out、uh, what you need exactly,、um, it makes life a little more easier to kind of maneuver. I feel like, and with studies especially, one thing that I know about myself is that I'm the kind of person who stresses about stress. So, you know, more than stressing about、uh, studying, I was stressed because I was not stressing enough about studies. Do you get what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but that was me throughout. And、uh, I still have this thing where if I'm not studying, like for the past month or two, I think since I gave my graduation exam, 
I've been taking a break, and I haven't touched a single book, you know, curriculum book. So my like sixth sense, like my brain, keeps making me feel guilty for neglecting my books, and、uh, it has happened so much over the years that、uh, now I understand that you know it's not right. I should not give into this thing and not. Um, burn myself out because that's exactly what I did when I started out in my first year of med school. I burned myself out like in the first three months, and then I kind of started hating the life I was living, and I started resenting、um, having chosen medicine. And I mean, I'm trying to be as honest as I can over here, and I am the last person who would ever say that you know I resent. Choosing this field or whatever, because I love, love, love this field of work. I love medicine. I love the fact that I can help people. I can make somebody's pain go away, or at least try to. So for me to be in that sort of mindset was really upsetting. And like I said, I was more upset that I had thought of that in the first place because wow. But then I realized that you know it was more so because of the way I was going about things, especially my studies, that affected me so much. And I, you know, with time, realized that I need to calm down, okay, and try and take things one thing at a time instead of just like bulldozing right into it. Because that that's what I was doing, right?、Um, for some reason, like you know, when I started med school, I was so excited. I guess it was the, you know, energy, the pent up sort of like、um, adrenaline from finally realizing that oh, I'm doing this, I am going to be living my dream one day, and I am one step closer to becoming a doctor. So I was like going at it, like I was oh my god, I was in the library from dawn to like midnight. I was studying for twelve、uh, to fourteen hours a day. And I was not paying attention to my surroundings, my friends. I did not really make any friends when I、uh, got to China,、uh, because of one, I was, am still, an introvert, and it's very hard to initiate conversations or try to reach out to people. And two, I just felt like I did not have the time. I'm like, I was there to study, and that's all I was gonna do. And it worked for a while. But then I remember this so vividly, so 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 vividly, that one day we were in like a Chinese culture class, and、uh, the Laoshi,、uh, which is teacher, she asked us to like talk about our own cultures, like you know talk about things from home and stuff. And I remember this one Nigerian girl, she got up and she started singing the national anthem or something. I can't really remember, but. All the Nigerian students stood up and they were like harmonizing and everything. It was so cool, by the way. But at the same time, that was the moment when I realized that, oh my God, I'm not in my country. I'm not with my family. I'm not with my friends. This is a strange land, and people are speaking a strange language that I don't know, and people from all different cultures and you know backgrounds are here that I have no idea about, and I felt like a like a loner, like. I did not fit in, and plus also because、uh, we did not have very many Pakistani students. So like usually we would talk in Urdu, right? But then I had nobody to talk to in Urdu, and that I can't express how important it is to be able to speak in your own language, because that's when I realized when I had nobody to talk to with in Urdu that I missed being home. I missed the Ease of communicating and everything, and I just had a breakdown. Like I literally had a mental breakdown then, and I remember that,、uh, bless her heart, my roommate,、um, she later became one of my best friends. Is my one of my best friends?、Uh, she reached out. Like I remember, I got back to my dormitory, and I just laid down in bed and I cried. And she was like in her. Bed and she just could she could hear me sobbing like literally sobbing and so she came over and she was like what happened so I just ranted to her and she just hugged me and I just cried my heart out and then I felt better obviously afterwards but still that really stood out you know that one moment and after that I tried to kind of like you know take my time absorb my surroundings trying to you know find some sort of 
um, comfort within people around me, or try to explore and try to find that energy, that spark back that I had in the beginning. So in that regard, I think my first takeaway for students, uh, regardless of what you're studying, where you're studying, is that it's okay to be excited. It's okay to dream. It's okay to plan. But you know, do not expect for things to happen overnight. Um, I know it's very hard when you're very passionate, when you're like very excited about something. You just want things to happen, like you know, naturally and quickly. But that's not how it works especially with studying um i think the one thing that i have learned in the last six years of gruesome studying schedules and exams and labs and rotations and whatnot is that it's okay to challenge yourself and it's actually necessary to challenge yourself and step out of your comfort zone but at the same time it is also very important to know your limits and to understand that, you know, to know, to gauge how much you can take on before it gets overbearing. And that I'm saying because it helps you sort of pace yourself. So I think uh, the most important thing when you're studying, especially if you're in a medical, you know, setting, situation, uh, school, <laughs> what am I saying, is to pace yourself. I know that subjects can be very, very extensive and there's a lot to cram, a lot to learn, a lot to understand. Uh, and with other subjects, you know, with other majors as well. But I think if you pace yourself, if you set goals for yourself, like, you know, um, this helped me with Ben's idea as well. Like, I started doing this one little thing, uh, exercise, if you want to call it, um, for you know managing my anxiety uh, but it also helped me with my studies so like the first thing that I do when I wake up is in my head I plan out my day and I'm not saying you know planning what color of shirt I'm gonna wear and you know what time I'm gonna have my food or you know how many rotis I want or whatever it's like you know uh, like goals like overall how I want my day to go like you know tasks that I want uh, to be done but not like you know oh at 3 15 i have to be done with this like i have to have to have to be not like that but just like you know giving myself a vague idea of what i want to be accomplished in the day if that makes sense so like for example today i woke up and i was like oh i have to record a podcast episode and i have to go for like my driving license uh, test and i have to like fold my laundry and I did not restrict myself into like a time limit, but I knew that, you know, 24 hours, I got to get all of this done in 24 hours and give myself the sort of leeway, so the leniency to be able to, you know, work through each thing uh, without putting too much pressure on myself. Because I am this kind of person, you know, where if I have something on my to-do list, I cannot for the life of me fall asleep unless and until I'm done with it. So I tried to give myself like you know doable goals so that's the word i was looking for set yourself doable goals and plan them for a day and plan enough that it's not going to overwhelm you this was a huge tip that my dad gave me um you know he's a doctor himself and he has amazing what do you call it memory um he can he remembers stuff from like fifth grade third grade kindergarten and i just i don't even remember what i had for lunch yesterday i'm that kind of person so i struggled with cramming stuff in school like you know um y'all some people in school have the audacity to have the whole periodic table on their fingertips and i'm just like what like i don't know past bromine carbon and what else uh fluorine chlorine that's all i remember like iodine i don't know shit like and, and that's not even in the order okay so but then there were people like that and i always like struggled with that cramming part of studying so i would like you know i remember i would rant to my dad 
like he was a person i would go to for ranting like he's the person that i have all these academic talks with um so i would just call him up and be like dad i cannot study and bless his heart the amount of rants this man has had to endure in the past six years because like every time i was having a mental breakdown i would just call him and be like dad i can't do this anymore and he just be like calm down honey calm down calm down my daughter if you got the hint i love you bura <laughs> hai anyways so that happened a lot right so he would always tell me this one thing and he'd be like you know if you're stressed your brain is not in the state of absorbing more information and it works like it's actually true scientifically as well um when you look at development you know uh and i'm going to be a little nerdy with you right now but like you know it is said that uh when a child is having a tantrum or a meltdown that is not the right time to teach them things you know sometimes we do that a lot you know when a child is like you know full blown tantrum going on and then you're like no you're trying to discipline them that's not how it works because in that moment their brain is so stressed that it cannot take in any new information so you wait for the kid to calm down and then you teach them you know in a calm moment you tell them what is you know right and what should be done and what should not be done right so that works for adults as well i guess uh you could say so when you're stressed there's like your brain is already tired right and obviously stressing also takes up energy so you're wasting so much of that stressing and then on top of that you're trying to add on more stress and more, you know take on more energy by trying to um shove more information new information into it that's that's pretty you know that's i think downright abusive to your poor brain so when you're stressed I don't think that's the best time to be studying. And I'm not saying that oh, okay, if you're stressed 24/7, just stop studying at all. I'm saying that if you feel like you cannot for the life if you study, then don't. You just need a break. In that moment, listen to your body, listen to your brain and take a goddamn break. If you're winded, if you're feeling like oh my god, the world's ending, I don't know what the fuck is going on. in that moment i think the best thing to do is just quit whatever you're doing do some breathing exercises cuz that those help definitely trust me they do do some breathing exercises you can find them on youtube um and relax you know do something else that is going to calm you down so like when i was in school and i had a lot of those moments okay i I think I've cried about studying a lot as well, but like never had like, you know, meltdowns thankfully, but um still because of the anxiety, I had crippling anxiety at one point where I couldn't even get out of bed. And I also am the kind of person who if I'm like, you know, giving my all for like a week straight, I need like a one month break to kind of wind down from all that, you know, exertion. So if I'm like working for a month straight, I need like three month vacation to get over that exertion. And so I figured that I had all these inconsistent breaks in between, and I worked so hard to try and kind of um, even that out with like one week of vigorous working, then one week of rest. Like you know, because that worked for me. It's not perfect yet. I still have like those days where I'm, if I'm going all out one day, I need like a week. to recuperate. But anyways, um that's one more thing, right? You need to figure out a pattern for yourself that works. And I figured that when I was like very stressed, I would need to, you know, take that that moment and understand that my body needs rest. This is not the time to be overworking myself. This is a time for me to give myself that break so that my body can recuperate and be able to actually function you know because i needed a functioning body to be able to <laughs> study and and you know live and basically be a freaking student 24/7 so i would watch movies i would binge k dramas and you know i would sing songs cuz that's what i like doing music and i would listen to songs bts bts has and i'm going to i'm sorry i have to mention this here because um since now i've graduated 
I had a whole speech prepared where I was gonna go all Snoop Dogg and everybody, but then I was like, you know what, whatever. But then I still want to thank BTS for literally carrying me on their backs <laughs> these past six years because wow, I would not have been able to get through all of that without those little mini breaks, music breaks that I did. So for me, what worked was that I would study for like half an hour. I would set a timer, study for half an hour, and then I would take like a 15 minute break because that was what comforted me and what calmed me down. I would have my uh, headphones in and I would blast BTS music at full volume and then just sit there and just, you know, feel the music and just enjoy, you know, that time, not thinking about work or stressing about the studies that I was doing or still had to do whatever in that moment i would just dissociate completely and just think of the music in my ears and danis because so that really helped me that actually helped me be more efficient because it's not about how long you study it's about how efficiently you study and how much you can retain right because I know that, you know, everybody has a different pace, everybody has a different learning speed and everything, and whatever works for you. All I'm trying to get at is that try to take breaks, try to calm yourself down, try to make yourself comfortable. Because if you're not comfortable, your brain is stressing way more than it should, and it's not healthy, and also it's not productive for you it's not efficient learning in my opinion so that's one more thing right that for efficient learning i did this like breaks thingy and that really worked for me i'm not saying that you know because i know some people if they tried it they would be like you know studying for 15 minutes and then taking a break for three hours because yes i did that at some points as well when i was like too anxious and i just needed those longer breaks if those work for you but if they are going to hinder your progress then i think you gotta cut down on those breaks but still take breaks that's the bottom line of it take breaks and do something that relaxes you in the meantime because like you know when you think of medical students a lot of times there is this you know stereotype that they have no social lives uh they're boring people they just you know study 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 all the time well if I look back at my six years of education, I did everything. I was studying, I was going out exploring, I was binging K-dramas, I was, you know, hanging out with my friends, I was uh, learning music, I was playing the piano, and, you know, I was doing everything that I liked doing. And that was possible because I had found a balance between the studies and my hobbies, you know, the fair few that I had, and also my social life. And I know that it sounds very idealistic and, you know, it's not always possible for everybody because, like I said before, everybody has a different learning speed and sometimes you might need more time on your studies. But that doesn't mean that you have to cut out on your other aspects of life altogether. Don't do that to yourself because that's ultimately not going to work. And it's just going to make you feel resentful and have negative feelings. And we don't want that in this house, right? We want you to be comfortable, happy, and efficient. And also have a healthy mental health, right? Uh, That is very important. Very, very, very important. So what I did was that, you know, some days I would skip out on the studying and would hang out with my friends, do something I liked. Uh, Usually I reserved these for the weekends especially Sunday. Sunday was my day where I was just relaxing. Nobody could talk to me about like school stuff. Like you are not allowed to say the S word, right? And uh, I would just like stuff my books away. And for one day, I am not a medical student. I'm just Rosie living my life. And everybody needs that. Everybody needs to be able to connect with themselves, do something that is helpful. I feel like for the past like 10 minutes, I've just been saying, take breaks, take breaks, you know, do something else other than studying. But I'm just trying to stress on you, emphasize, I mean, the fact that it's important to have a healthy mindset, you know, to be mentally healthy, for you to be, you know, able to um, learn efficiently. 
and i know that uh, it's a very bizarre concept for millennials and people you know from the previous generations because i grew up hearing that oh my god we had to walk to our schools and we would sit on like these uh, straw mats and study in open air and you guys have no idea how uh, stressful that was and i'm like how is that helpful like how is that productive if it's that stressful but i understand that you know with those were the norms of those times and mental health was not even part of the equation at that point but now we know how much it affects uh, your capabilities your learning abilities your you know just your your regular general life and so it's important to take that into account and that's what i'm trying to get at right now the fact that you need to have a healthy mindset and then i promise you that studying would feel so much more fun and easier i think one more thing that worked for me in my favor personally was the fact that i loved reading anyways and so studying like curricular books was not really something that felt vigorous or you know tiring or um you know like a like an like a punishment but i know that there are people who hate reading from books but then uh nowadays we have so many other medias and you know sources that can help us study so if you're not the books kind of person i feel like you should look for something else that might help you for example um for different subjects i had different sort of like sources that i would use to study and this is strictly for medical you know students but um for others you can also apply the same thing um in whatever form it works for example like for anatomy i watched a lot of dissection videos and it might sound gross <laughs> i would like literally be eating and sleeping and there would just be constantly a dissecting video playing right by my side and i did that for like 3 months straight i remember like anatomy that's how i got my anatomy down but like for a uh, surgery i watched videos of like different surgical procedures and i watched dramas uh cuz i know that dramas are not accurate depictions or whatever but um it was a really nice way to ease yourself into a setting where you're not actually looking like physically present but still like you could gauge how a normal setting in a surgical theater would look like and then i progressed slowly to um watching actual medical procedures like accurate procedures and you know stuff like that and um then studying from for like preventive medicine or you know other subjects i've found podcasts for some of them and then instagram videos are great source for like quick learning um i recommend you know for whatever major you are in you might find like these accounts where they um give you like bite-sized informations that you can uh digest and remember and that really helps me like that's how i learned my labs basically i still remember like you know uh when we started um internal medicine and we had to learn all these like values i just be like oh my god how am i supposed to learn this but then like i followed all these instagram pages and they all had like these different reels and videos on like bite-sized sort of portions of you know different topics and um that made life very much easier for me so do that try to consume content um that is you know study specific for you for your major and that helps you sort of um enjoy learning instead of just like feeling like oh my god i'm in a classroom or i'm like sitting on a desk and i have to get this in my head like um try to make it more casual and fun if that if that works for you if it doesn't don't do it cuz i know that there are people who cannot study uh, when if they're not in a particular setting like i had this thing where i could not study uh when i was at home even though i had my own apartment i was paying freaking you know tons of money for that apartment uh and i had my own like room and space and everything but i could not for the life of me study in my room 
because there was like my bed right there and like I would just have to turn around and my bed would like just call to me like a siren and next thing I know I'd be deep asleep so I chose I preferred to study in the library where I had people around me who were you know also studying and breaking their backs quite literally um over their books bent over their books but like on the other hand my housemate she had like she had the complete opposite style from me she would be in her bed you know with music blasting in her ears and reading and she would like be all chill it would like if you walked into her room when she's like studying studying you would not believe because like she'd just be there casually chilling and then you know staring at the book or like her ipad or whatever she'd be reading on and you just think that maybe she's just like you know watching a movie or something but then she had such a it was so productive for her because um she remembered i think she was you know one of the very good students in class as well so um that worked for her and you know she chose to do that one more thing okay and i know that this is gonna sound controversial but sleep I cannot stress enough on how important sleep is, especially for somebody who has to use their brain a lot. Please, please, please. All these all-nighters you're pulling and you think you're doing yourself a service, it's not really helping you. I'm sorry to break your bubble, but it's not only stressing your brain, it's stressing your body. And there are higher chances of you getting ill because of that, getting sick because of sleep deprivation. Um, because your those those cortisol levels, you know, that stress hormone is firing off right now. The more you're awake and forcing yourself to stay awake, and that's going to suppress your immune system, and that's not a good thing. You might be susceptible to more sickness. And if you're the kind of person who complains about being sick all the time, but is also always on caffeine like drinking seven cups of coffee every day and not getting enough sleep, honey, I think you need to work on that. It's time you reevaluate your life. And yeah, so I was saying, basically, that's my best friend, by the way. That's her. She's like always complaining about being sick. And then I'm like, so what did you have for lunch today? And she'd be like, oh, I had like a coffee in the morning and then like another cup of coffee in the evening and then like another one right after that because I was like not done having enough coffee. And I'd be like, how many hours did you sleep? And then she'd be like, oh, I did not sleep at all. Like, I couldn't fall asleep. And I just got right back up and went to work. And I'd be like, girl, girl, okay, go home, get some sleep. And I know it's going to be funny if she hears this because she's going to be like, you're the last person to be talking about sleeping because I have insomnia and very bad at that like a very bad case at that so i know i know the struggle it's it's far easier said than done i know i understand i go through it literally every day even now it's like 8 28 a.m and i haven't slept yet but that's also because i'm on vacation and you know i can be up if i want to i don't have to be anywhere else i might just sleep during the day or something but that's unhealthy by the way but anyways um i was trying not to be preachy look at me i just can't help myself anyways so yeah sleep important very very important even if you're taking naps those power naps are gonna work for a while but you need deep sleep you need proper sleep so please 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 try and get that sleep i kid you not you're gonna see a difference in a very short time if you just fix your sleeping schedule, if you're sleeping at least six to eight hours a day, you know, um, and that's stretching it. Because like for somebody like me, I can sleep six hours at most. And after that, if my sleeping time exceeds that, I get very fatigued. But for different people, it's different, right? So depending on what amount of sleep you require to function and be fresh properly, do that, please. Try and fix your um sleeping schedule and your sleeping habits because they are going to be tremendously helpful in keeping you fresh keeping you energized through the day and also giving you the motivation to study better because if you're gonna have enough sleep 
and then you're gonna wake up feeling energized you're gonna have like a good mood through the day and good mood means your brain is gonna be less stressed and you're gonna have more space to cram knowledge in there Okay, this is another one, especially for the young medical students who are just starting out. And I had to go through like a lot of hidden trials to understand this. But you know that medicine is a vast, vast field. And you have to study so many things. Um, so, so many things. So many different aspects of medicine. So many different fields. And obviously that can be very, very daunting but if there's one thing that i've learned and it is a tip that my seniors gave me thanks to them um is that do not try to overread because i understand the temptation you know when you see a book it's not important to read through every line and hear me out i know it sounds ridiculous some of you would be like what like what aren't we supposed to like read everything like you know what? No, you don't actually have to do that. What you need to learn is, you know, things that are high yield, things that matter at the end of the day. Because a lot of times with books, uh, for example, like I studied very huge books for physiology and anatomy and, um, you know, pharmacology and then surgery. Like I still have those huge ass books that weigh more than I do. Um, and I realized that at the end of the day, I was not getting anything in my head because I was just reading so extensively and half of the things that I was studying, I did not even need to know, right? Like, you know, the history of stuff, like I understand for like pleasure. Yes, of course, go ahead. But when you're in a setting where you have to follow a curriculum and you should know basic things and I guess the temptation is there to try and learn more about it. But if you're not the kind of person who can juggle all of that, try to stick to what you need to know and work with that. So trying to, you know, the, the saying that jack of all trades and master of none, don't be that because it happened to me, right? I tried and then I realized that that was not working because I would know about things but in a very general sense and the things that i really needed to know for sure i wasn't able to retain them because there was a lot of excessive information in my head that i didn't even need right so try to find uh whatever course you're doing try to find like areas of concentration and try to understand what is important and what is it that you really need to focus on and then study that and take your time studying that no matter how long it takes two days three days a week two weeks give your all to things that actually matter and the rest of things you can go through them yes read everything but try to focus on things that are actually important uh, exam wise and just in general that you would need to know to be a doctor obviously I'm sorry I'm trying to like include everybody like students in general but um because I am a medical student I feel like you know I just had to give these tips to um other medical students who are starting out or are still in medical school so maybe it can help them also one more thing wow it just popped in my head and I have to say it now snacking <laughs> I know the temptation are you a stress eater first of all because i am i if i get stressed i want my mouth to be always filled up with sweet things i hope that did not sound bad or weird i'm sorry if it did it sounded better in my head i mean to say that i crave sweet things a lot when i'm stressed so i always have to have like a chocolate maybe ice cream or something sweet, like always, and not just sweet, sweet, like diabetic sweet things. Um, Rasgullas, gulab jamuns, um, you know, all sorts of like donuts and cakes and anything and everything that is just like ultra sweet. And that one, it is not good <laughs> for your health, obviously. Um, two, um, it makes you energized, it gives you that sugar rush. 
But when you fall from that, honey, oh my god. That's the worst. When you have like that sugar rush and then a, um, a steep slope, that shit hurts, okay? And you crash. That crash is bad. So avoid that. Try to avoid that. Um, instead, like in school, I started uh, like taking fruits with me. So when I would get the craving, I would like have maybe a, an apple or like an, or tangerines, like those mandarin mandarin tangerines like what are they called like mandarins i think that's what they're called uh, the chinese mandarins uh that reminds me of yungi i love those they are so delicious oh my god i'm craving them now <sighs> god i i need those in my life anyways um and then like those dried fruits i don't know what they're called uh but those dried fruits they had them like these really cool packets and i would always get the dried mangoes and um strawberries and i remember peaches and i would just nibble on them and then chewing gums even though that hurt my brain like chewing all the time would like literally cause me jaw pain but uh it was actually helpful in uh, concentrating i've heard that if you condition yourself enough it helps you um so i tried that it did not really work on me but i heard that like if you know if you condition your brain into uh, eating something or smelling something while you're studying and if you have the same things in exam hall they can like trigger those memories but i don't know maybe i'm just i don't know but that didn't really work for me i don't know if it's legit or not but i tried and it didn't work for me anyways so i just i just lost my train of thought by the way what was i saying yeah i was talking about eating so keep like a healthy sort of snacking habit instead of like stuff that i did because that was not healthy at all and i struggled with acne throughout my time in china because i was not eating healthy my skin was dying because i just god that diet was so messed up when i think about it now also i feel like having a comfortable place to study in is also important so whatever wherever you're studying like in in china and like my school all these chinese students would carry all the stuff with them to the library every day like you know these pillows and these like cushions and these hand rests and these like you know fans mini fans when it got too hot um and all their snacks and then like a stand for their laptop and then a like a charger a portable charger for their phones and everything everything that they would need and they, they were so meticulous about it and they, then there would just be me with my you know backpack uh bts backpack filled to the brim with books and nothing else and like just a couple snacks and i just like be sitting there so literally i realized that i need to kind of like you know be more uh passionate with with this aspect of studying as well so i went and bought like nice stationery and you know some stickers for my books and like you know uh, colorful pens and highlighters and that really helped motivate me to work by the way because i was always so excited to use all my new highlighters and pens that sounds so ridiculous i don't know but it really helped you know it's just like trying to find different things that excite you that make this process easier and exciting and not feel like a punishment and if this is what works for you then go ahead do it no one's gonna judge you and if they do fuck them one thing that did not work for me at all an epic fail if you must was group studies to this day i cannot for the life of me concentrate in group studies maybe because my friends we were all like you know we could not sit still for a single minute and talk business like one one of us would just have to start saying some random shit and then we'd all just kind of derail from there and then it would just be chaos and we tried i tell you like i kid you not we tried so many times to organize like these group study sessions where we would like sit down and study and for some reason like i always became the unspoken sort of leader and tutor and i would tutor others uh my other friends and it was like for me it was nice because i got to revise while i was trying to teach other people because i feel like 
I learn better when I'm trying to explain things to other people because then I'm like putting in the double effort to make it easier and more, you know, like um, understandable in that process. I also learn. Uh, but for some reason, I just could not do it with my friends because um, we would just like, we couldn't concentrate ever. And uh, so we would only get together during exam time because in, the, in, in that time, we knew that we needed to really focus. And that was the only time that we ever had group studies. And even then, it was just basically everybody uh, sitting down in one place and studying by themselves. And we would just like ask questions to each other if we wanted or like quiz each other or like give each other moral support or something. Um, otherwise, it never worked. But if it works for you, you should definitely find somebody to study with. Study partners can really be helpful, motivate you to study, keep you in check if you're like, you know, lazing around or, uh, you know, slacking or something um and keep you on your toes if you need them to so all of that if that works for you go ahead find yourself one there are always like i think communities uh on different platforms that cater to that sort of stuff um and yeah at the end of the day i think um the biggest take away from this podcast episode should be that i understand that studying is not everybody's forte and not everybody likes studying some people are doing it because they have to. Some people are doing it because they love to. And whatever the case it is for you, I feel like if you're doing it, you should try and make it fun for yourself. And um, I hope and pray that it's not something that makes you feel like you're being punished. Because I know a lot of people who would literally swap bodies, like sell their souls to the devil just so that they don't have to study anymore. But they have to anyways because that's just it. They are bound to this situation. So in that case, um, it's very important that you find things that comfort you and motivate you, uh, especially, to do better and um, to be more present and be more mindful and be able to concentrate better. And it could be anything. And don't let anybody judge you for that like i know somebody who listens to like church music like those um religious songs to concentrate and i know somebody who likes to listen to translations and recitations of the quran the holy quran and i know people like myself who binge watch k-dramas and movies and listen to bts music uh to motivate myself and to like kind of um pace myself and take breaks and just calm myself down and uh be able to concentrate better so try and make it fun and you know i hope that you find ways to make it fun for yourself because um personally i love i love studying because and i feel like i'm so blessed um that i have the privilege of this because i come from a country where there are more uh, illiterate kids out there than there should be and i know um, and i have seen kids who would die to be in my place and i'm not saying that you know um i just have to like look at it like that or whatever but it is one aspect it is one reality that there are kids out there who do not have this privilege and if i have it right now i think i should check it I should understand it and make the most of it so that I can maybe, you know, change their lives in some way. And so, uh, like my dad says that it's a sadqa jariya, which means that it's charity, right? I am, with my knowledge, uh, helping others. And I think that is the aptitude that I would like to keep, that, you know, me gaining knowledge is ultimately going to help somebody, save somebody's life. So for me, that is important and that's why I do it. That's why I'm learning, but to each their own, I guess. And I just hope that life treats you easy. And I know that it's, it's a very idealistic situation where you would think that, oh my God, you're going to wake up in the morning, um, you know, and set yourself a to-do list and then you're going to get everything done in the day and then you're going to have enough time to study and eat and sleep and you know have a social life and enjoy 
other hobbies. It's not possible, obviously. But as long as you try, I guess, it is not something that is not possible at all. Uh, so please keep trying and I hope that uh, you succeed in whatever you're doing and that studying becomes fun for you. I hope that this was helpful and I hope that um, you can take away something. If you have anything else that you would like to add, please comment and let me know. And I would also like to give a shout out to everybody who voted on that poll. Thank you so much. Um, I hope this was helpful in some way. And uh, to my podcast fam who listens to me every week, um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for staying with this and uh, making this what it is right now. I am working very hard to try and bring you more interesting topics. And I would love it if you would keep listening and supporting this podcast. So I guess with that, I'm going to end this episode here. And I hope that next week I have more exciting stuff to bring to you. Also, I just got the BTS book, uh, Beyond the Story. And I promise there is going to be an episode on that. I did say that on Twitter as well, but I just want to you know put it out here as well so people know that is coming um and there might be another book review maybe i don't know why i'm talking about this right now but i just wanted to give like a heads up for stuff that i have planned i read this book i finished this book and oh my god i have so much to say about it but i'm like my throat is still kind of not well and i've been trying so hard to not drink cold drinks but it's like so so hot that i just can't take normal like normal water tastes like poison right now so i just have to drink cold cold water which is not good for my throat at all but i can't help it so instead i've just been taking dushanda and stuff to try and you know fight this uh sort of like sore throat situation hopefully it's gonna get better by next week and i would start sounding uh, not so gruff and like i am a dying whale um so yeah i guess now it's time to end this episode finally again <laughs> uh, i'll see you guys next friday allah hafiz